podcast starts now. Hey, good people. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you are deciding to listen into this podcast. Number one, thank you for joining. Number two, uh, you know, just, man, thank you for spending a little bit of time here uh, with me, with us, uh, as you get your new year jump started and getting some, you know, some perspective to help you launch or leap into a new year. Well, first and foremost, how about that last week, the critic and the critical? I actually, I thought that was super, super good. Um, I mean, so good that I even had to sit back and, and, and take a little listener to myself. There were some subtle and some overt statements in last week's sort of episode that I already needed going into this week. Like, oh, was that me talking? You sure? I don't know. (laughs) So it was really good. And how about this cold, eh? If you are in um, the continental U.S., uh, many of you are under like colder weather conditions than usual. It's okay. We need the cold, but the extremes are kind of brutal. So if you're like me and sitting in single digit temperatures with wind chills negative that yeah you feeling it too like i'm sitting in a warm home thank goodness warm home um but my my hands and my fingertips are still mighty cold so i i know that is quite the case for quite a few of us out there so just bundle up and stay warm um, it is okay if you have a coat on in your home or wherever you call home, because I was rocking it that way last week when my HVAC units went out. So yes, it is a thing. <laughs> and it's just like trying to keep perspective when all those things are ahead of you can be quite challenging. That's why we're here. So if you're joining us for the first time, uh, thank you. Someone sent you this way and thank them too. Uh, my name is Jay-Z. I'm your host and I am very gracious and willing and willful uh, that you are here and found time to be here. Just know that there's space for you here. And I know that when things can, you know, when situations or, or, or recommendations come by your way and you give it a little bit of time and energy, it doesn't miss me that you spent the time to do so. So thank you so much. Uh, as for the rest of us who have been rocking with each other for a little while, how you doing, what you doing and where you at? Yeah, really? Where are you? Um, some of you might be driving in, so please practice safety as you're driving in. Um, but, uh, I, I wanted to, as we're getting some fresh perspective going into the new year, I wanted to first get us jump started on some for the culture trivia. So get your brains locked in and let's get ready to do this now. How many sides does a hexagon have? How many quarters are in a playoff game? What is the classification of a crime that is less serious than a felony? Senegal is a country on what continent? And if I'm supposed to be at work at 7.45 and I am 20 minutes late, what time did I arrive? 
How'd you do? You got it? Did I give you enough time to do the math? All right, let's check it out. So how'd you do? Let's check it out. All right, cool. The first one, how many sides does a hexagon have? If you answered six, not five, not eight, six, hexa, you'd be correct. How many quarters are in a playoff game? This is where active listening skills have to come in. If you say quarter, that means one of four, four, yes, maybe shot in the dark. Some folks was out there answering six and seven, so four, okay? Uh, what is the classification of a crime that is less serious than a felony? If you answered misdemeanor, no, not traffic ticket. Misdemeanor, a traffic ticket is a misdemeanor. It means you were going too fast. Slow down. You'll get there. Maybe late, but you will get there. And hopefully safe, safe right? Because that's the name of the game here. All right. I know you're not trying to hear that. Okay. Senegal is a country on what continent? Africa. Continent. Africa. That's right. Senegalese. That's right. Uh, if I was supposed to be at work at 745 and I was 20 minutes late, not because I was speeding or going too slow, but just because I left out too late, what time did I arrive? 8.05. If you answered 8.05, you'd be correct. If you answered 8.15, you took an extra 10 minutes because you was like, mm, well, I'm late anyway, so might as well take my time, get something to eat. You know what used to crack me up when I would go into um, schools and you know, uh, some of the young people would show up and they're already late and they know it. But they come in, they got their fresh, hot sandwich. They making all the noise getting into their seat. They like, bruh, move. <laughs> like, come on, sis, you, you already, you already late. Come in, lay quiet, enjoy your sandwich. Don't make all that noise when you on your way in and then distract everybody because your food smell good. You know, so it, it would be funny when folks are just late. You just late. That's it. That's it. That's it. Um, but, um, happy that we got a chance to connect and, and, and do a little for the culture trivia. Hopefully that wasn't too bad for you. Um, but let's jump on into the content, shall we? Uh, not to take up too much of your cold January day, uh, Wednesday at that, but to, to offer up just a little dose of, of, of perspective where we can. I, I think that people, it's okay to say that coming off of the holiday rush, you can feel like it is easy or particularly uh, comfortable to feel like you're in this like recession or this like, <sighs> you know, where you can take a deep breath. And I think that that's all fine, fun, and, and, and fabulous too. You get to take that deep breath. But I think there's an understatement here that sometimes there can be carryover from the previous year that can have you feeling particularly uh, doubtful or maybe even feeling like a, a little bit of lingering or 
dwindling hope. It can feel heavy. It can feel overwhelming. And what I, if I could just enlighten you a little bit is that I too have felt that way over the last couple of weeks. It's been uh, almost like one sort of uh, heavy bag after another. And I think life will not stop giving us these things. Number one, life is not going to stop giving us the heavy bags to carry because it's life. And that's what we were promised. We were promised that this life, we will have trouble, right? Um, And I think that it's a little short-sighted to want a trouble-free life. It, like, you can hope for that. You can push for that. That can be your goal. That can be your aim. And I think all of those things are wonderful. But to say that you have a trouble-free life really means that you're not really doing too much with it. I mean, you don't have to be criminal in trouble, (laughs) right? I don't want you to be out here causing chaos and mayhem. I really don't. Uh, But to say that your life has no problems either is one, uh, stopping short of seeing where the problems really are, or to say that you're not moving in a direction that is uh that is creating space or making space uh and when you create that space trouble is liable to come in um and what i mean by making space is are you moving in a direction that helps impact others um And I think insofar as you invite the human dynamic into any space, (laughs) you're going to have a little bit of trouble Um, because uh, human behavior is complicated. That's why. Um, And nothing ever goes the way in your mind, how you sort of plan for it to go. Um, And if it does, that's a blessing. So, you know, I don't want to stop short there, but I'll give it in the dose of my own perspective. I am raising a teenager now and, uh, I, he is shifting into a young man, you know, uh, we went to, uh, our therapist, our behavioral therapist, and we talked about it. Uh, it was a long session too. So yeah, I'm gonna get that bill. Another problem. Right. (laughs) But, uh, it's not about that. It's really about like, how can we do better with what we have available to us? And, um, so, uh, the therapist and I had a session And it was really around helping me to parent better. And with this teenager of mine that I have, I've noticed the mood swings and some of this is just nature. We can't help it. Right. Um, But it was put to my attention that with our teenagers, they are now classified as adults in training. So the training wheels are off for how to nurture them, to care for themselves. They are adults in training. And and it really put a light bulb on for me in my mind that while I can't impact the mood shifting because of the hormones and, and the growth and all of those things happening, all so wonderful, I can't ignore that they're equally exhausting to my movement and the way how I'm moving through life too. Because while I want to look over and say, what's wrong now? 
<laughs> which I'm guilty. I've done that. Um, I also have to understand that I'm helping him steward his emotions and when he's not feeling right in his body, which is like as adults, we know when we're not feeling right in our bodies. And sometimes we have the language to articulate exactly what it is. And many other times we don't, we just know that we feel stuff. Um, and so watching that and experiencing that has, has been putting me in, um, not necessarily the happiest of places either, because it's like, how do I do this right? And this is exhausting. So I, you know, I'm being challenged not only with the mood swings, but the oppositional defiance, you know, the challenge with authority. Um, And there's many times where I'll say something and I just want it done. And he's questioning the living F out of it. And I'm being kind here. And it, it's just like, sometimes when I say something, I just want you to do it. I don't want you to question me. I just want you to do it because I am trying to help you move fast, not question everything. At the same token, please question everything if you don't have understanding, right? So it's, you can see the, 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 the issue. And what do I mean by oppositional defiance? The challenging of authority, the irritable mood, uh, just behavior that it seems adverse or just uh, not in line with the their personality or their character or development. Um, and it can even mean aggression and or a vindictive nature. So, you know, when I say oppositionally defiant, it's not that he has a disorder. It's just simply a notice signs of it. Um, which is all rooted in behavior and his development. Um, so I've been working on his emotions, uh, and being able to articulate those because what we do know is when our emotions get stifled or bottled up or not acknowledged, like the critic and the critical, it takes over. It takes, at some point it spews out. And that spewing out is like when you take a pop bottle and you shake it up and you, you, uh, want to, or you, you popping a Mentos in the pop. What happens if you've ever not done this? Do not do it at your desk. I repeat, do not do it at your desk. As a matter of fact, don't do not do this anywhere where there could be delicate items like electronics or what have you. If you, if you never put a Mentos in a soda or shaken up a soda and tried to open it, do not try it now. What will happen is the carbonation and with the Mentos and the soda, the carbonation and the Mentos, once you drop the Mentos in, the sugar, there's some sort of chemical reaction and it just completely makes the pop or soda explode out of the bottle. Um, same as if you shake it up, it just the carbonation, the pressure, it just spews everywhere. And so again, uh, if, if we're stifling emotions, it can, um, just unpack and just spew everywhere. And so I've been working on him with his, like his feelings, right? Like how to express it in ways that feel safe to you and in language that others can understand. Um, and one thing that has, been circulating around our conversations 
uh, that I think may be helpful for this week is I've been asking him to be honest. And what it can be hard, right? Being honest, what does that really look like? So when I say check in, where are you at? It's like, if we're really, truly honest, we first have to start with that honesty with ourselves. Where are we at? Checking in, right? That's why this whole season is called the check in. If we are not checking in with ourselves, and I have a whole series dedicated to this that started last, uh, I want to say last March or April, somewhere in there, as soon as we turned over a new season, which we're approaching our eighth birthday coming up and good Lord, wow, who even knew, right? Um, but if you're really thinking about the pop bottle, or if you're really thinking about how emotions go, they run deep. And if you're not checking in and being honest with yourself, it can be easy to place the blame on someone else. And these are the conversations that I've been having with my growing team. Check in. First, instead of placing the blame on that teacher or that project or the fact that you could have had an A, but this and this happened, check in first. Where am I today? And the key thing that I told him was, if you can name it, you can do something about it. If you can own where you are right now, you are at liberty to do something about it. If you feel overwhelmed right now and you can name it, you can own that, then we can do something. But it's not until we name it that we actually can do something. Because if my feeling is uh, something I don't know, then I don't even know how to house that for it to even be safe. If I have, you know, if I have a deadline at work and I feel overwhelmed, but I can't articulate what, then I don't even know who the right people could be to go to for that help. Or if the feeling is, I feel stupid having to ask someone for help, then what is that real feeling? Yeah, you named it. Like, I feel stupid because I have to ask for help, but why? Because it seems like I can't do it myself. But the perspective is, is even if you don't know how to do it for yourself right now, will it remain that way if you asked for a little bit of help or support or guidance or assistance or whatever you need? And yes, it may be frustrating because it's asking you to slow down. And let's be honest, just like a speeding ticket, just like arriving late, just like any other thing in life, slowing down can create a safe space because getting there faster can lead to unintended consequences or uh, unintended uh, missteps or anything along the way. So going fast may get us there right on time, but might it put us at risk or danger for that misdemeanor or that ticket? <laughs> or uh, now we've ran someone else off the road and we've created this chain reaction of bad days for other people. Either way, I'm not asking you to 
hang on to that. I'm just asking you to hang on to the idea of honesty with self first can create that safety that allows us to move in directions that can do something about what we're feeling. Uh, and I think that can be true for any dynamic, any business, any any process or role that you have in your family, in your friendships, in your relationships, and in, in, in any any area where you do life, right? So uh, that's the perspective or that's the insight that I have for you today. I hope that it is helpful as you're navigating through. And of course, as always, I hope this was helpful and or even fruitful for you to listen to. If it were, can you do me a favor? Can you share it? Can you share it with others? Can you repost it? Can you play it again? Right? where others can listen, but not in a place where I can get you a misdemeanor or a write-up at work or any place like that. I appreciate you. I know that sometimes being open and honest with self first can be challenging because it's asking you to get real, get really real. Man, do I want others to keep it real with me? That means I got to keep it real with myself first, even if it's in a space that I don't want to see. Uh, even if it's a space where I'm being being challenged or asking to consider a deeper thought, I can't consider that deeper thought until I'm really real with what that thing is. And guess what? When you are really real with yourself and open and honest with yourself, anything that comes against that doesn't throw you off cycle because you've already acknowledged where your truth lies or how open and honest that thing can be within yourself first. So again, I, uh, I acknowledge you good people to like to consider that as you're, as you're moving through this week. And, uh, hopefully we can charge this week to one where we can create that safety upon naming what it is that is really resonating within us. Uh, And so for that, good people, I am going to say, have an impactful week, have a great week. And as always, let's go.